This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go.
This is your host, Chris. No! God, please, no! No! I know. I'm sorry, but he's cheap and available. How rude. Right, Chris? No. Uh, is the answer to that? No, I'm not. Um, I'm thinking of redoing my intro because my intro actually starts off with Leicester are in dreamland now. I think it's more like Nightmare on Elm Street at the moment. Maybe, what's, I can't remember what the guy is called, but maybe we should get him in. I mean, I have said a lot this season that I've actually been out and built a gate into my fence because I changed sides so many times. Uh, last season, I wanted to give him time and I've left the score up there just for it to sink in that Nottingham Forest have beaten us again 2-0. Twice within 12 months they've beaten us. Um, yeah, so I'm on one side of the fence last season. Let's give him till the end of the season. You know, he's, he, he had problems with injuries last year. Start of this season, we were a bag of shite. If we've got to bring in a specialist defensive coach, how shit are the coaches that we've got? All right, we got rid of one of them, you know, in, in Torre, but we've, we've still stuck with Brendan. Um, you know, and I wanted him out. I, I, I know, I, I um, have a contributor for BBC on a Tuesday, Tuesday Talking Point. And one of my talking points before the World Cup was, I think it was after about four or five games, Brendan Rodgers, please get out of our club. Um, I then had to go and say, right, I've ate your number by. We're actually winning a few games. We've got an equal top clean sheets. Um, but then when you look at it, it was against all the bottom half teams, you know, which finished with our squad. We should be. We should be. Um, beating. And so I went, but I went back on the side of we'll give him a chance. Four games back from the World Cup, four defeats. And I'm not just saying, let's take the Liverpool game out, which we should have won. Brentford went and beat them, and Brentford are one nil up against Bournemouth. We are only not in the bottom three because other teams are shiter than we are. I know that that I know that kind of says the obvious, a bit of a Michael Owen statement there, but. You know, if these other teams were able to get a point or, or two, whatever, they, they would be overtaking us. Um, I think the I think the club's run badly at the moment. And yeah, all right, top's got a lot on his plate. If you can't manage it, top, get out. You know, you were the one that wanted Nigel Pearson out that time, and your dad had to talk you out of it. We sacked Ranieri when we were, weren't as bad as we are now. We sacked Puel when we weren't as bad as we are now. Grow a pair, Top. Grow a pair and sack for the sake of our club. Get rid of him. Two words. Three words, I'm going to say. Sorry, I can't count. Three words. Fuck off, Brendan. I've had enough of you. Oh, go, we've got a lot of injuries. So? So have other teams. We've got the same size squad. It's just you won't fucking pick players that are better than the ones that you're putting in the squad. Uh, I, you know, 
and I keep going back to what Sean Dyche said is, you make the best use of the players you've got. Rodgers does not do that. He is constantly outthought by managers with less experience. He's been a Premier League winner. Uh, sorry, an FA Cup winner. He nearly won the Premier League with Liverpool. He won some Tim Pot trophy a couple of times up in Scotland. And yet he's being outthought by a guy that's never managed in the Premier League. He was outthought by the Bournemouth standing manager. <laughs> he wasn't even a manager earlier in the season. He's not a fucking good coach that everybody says. He is a total and utter bellend. And we need him out of our club as soon as physically possible. Because he is so shy, he is <coughs> taking this club down. And all this world, we can't afford to sack him. Would I sooner buy another player with the money left over from uh, Fafana or would I sooner get somebody, uh, Sat Rogers? I'd sooner Sat Rogers than get another player in. Because however good the player that we might buy and bring in, give him six months with Rogers and he'll be as fucking shit as the rest of the shower that's uh, putting on the blue shirt at the moment. He's praising Prep Mendy the other day. What's he do? Takes him off. He was blowing smoke out of Chowdhury's arse after the Liverpool game last season. Never saw him again after that. Brendan's got no fucking idea, <coughs> excuse my French, what he's doing. In fact, don't excuse my French. I'm gonna get, I, I need a swear jar. I haven't got one. I, I, I want him gone. I want him out now. You know, um, yes, so he's won the FA Cup. Ranieri won us the fucking Premier League, and that was bigger and better. And he went. I, I've not written it yet, my, my next week's BBC bit, because I'm going to calm down. Because last time I was this angry, they actually ended up taking half of it out and not be not being used and asked me to rewrite the rest of it. So I've got to calm down. But this guy is absolutely shite. I have worked out Brendan Rogers' game plan. I have. Here we go. Train, get injured, lose, repeat. Train, get injured, lose, repeat. That is all we do. Brad's, Brad's waiting to come in. I, I think he might be saying worse than, than I am. Um, just go through a few comments before I get you in, Brad. Scott says, what's going on with our club? I'll tell you what's fucking going on with our club. Brendan Rogers. Uh, shower of shite. That's that's being totally unfair to shite. shite. Shite has a use. It clears the body out. Brendan Rogers hasn't got a use. Um, you want Rogers out? Yes, we do. And Top can go too if he doesn't. Top's got to Top's got to grow up. Yeah, he lost his dad. I lost my mom last year, a couple of years ago. Yeah, he's got a big business to run. Well, that's. You know, if he wants to, if he wants to be the head of King Power, he's got to make difficult decisions. Niall's in. Big up, Niall. How are you? Luke is in. Uh, good evening. How the devil are we doing on this fine evening? Look, mate. Well done. You are the better team. I didn't see it. My, my, and I suppose that's actually my one good thing that's happened today. My, my fire stick wasn't working probably with my link, and I wasn't able to actually watch it. So. I guess I'm kind of um, uh, every cloud, as they say, every cloud. Uh, Lifty's in. Good evening, Lifty. I'm fuming. I'm sure you are as well. Any other club, Klopp would have gone. I'm swapping with. You can have Rogers back. Um, 
we are in a big, big crisis right now. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. He's a total numpty. I'm hoping you mean Rogers and not Brad. <laughs> beat by the forest. You got beat by the forest. Yes, we did. And I'll tell you one thing, though. I was going to say that if this results in Brendan Rogers being sacked, and there is a poll going on in the chat at the moment, do we sack Brendan before the Brighton game? I'm saying yes. You have your vote in the poll. We'll close it towards the end. Uh, if this gets Brendan sacked, I'm just going to come and give you a big kiss, Luke, because you'll have done us a favour. Um, he's a joke. Sack us. Uh, sacking for God's sake. Uh, Bricks and Bobs, good evening, sir. New, not seen you before, but welcome along. Terrible result, but I wasn't surprised. Can't see them winning anytime soon. I can't see us winning before the end of February with the run of games. We've got Walsall. We're not even going to win that. Leicester in 15th, two points clear from 20th in the league. Indeed. And... Aston Villa are getting a huge gap between us and them. Wouldn't mind, but Forrest played pretty average as well. Like I said, I wasn't able to see the game. Uh, you lot should be five points clear from 20th. Uh, you know, tell me about it. Uh, if he stays, we're down. Uh, now, I don't fear Leicester fans. When you come up against Liverpool, you lot will have a field day with us. No, when we come up against you lot, we're that fucking awful. We score all three goals in a 2-1 defeat. Uh, Brighton will absolutely batter us. They will. <laughs> we will be coming back like fish and chips, well and truly battered, or like a Mars bar in Scotland. Um, didn't Roger sign a five and a half year contract in our title winnings? I don't care. I do not care um, how long he signed and how much it costs us to get out. It'll cost us a fucking lot more if we get relegated. Um, and now you want him out and understand that. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that season after you nearly won the league, you were quite popular and then you quite wanted Rodgers in. Then after that, you wanted him out. That's that's managers, isn't it? Uh, Sean Dyche would be a better manager than Rodgers. I think he would be. And he's the only one that's probably available. Forrest was awful, all that money, and they still look rubbish. I can't comment. I didn't see it. Uh, he's not a bad coach. Yes, he is. Uh, he's an I think, fucking awful coach at the moment. Um, it's not a joke. Why is it a joke? He was a good coach two seasons ago. So many injuries. Fucking hell. Why are you making excuses for this man? Liverpool have got injuries. They're not near the bottom. For, I mean, I tell you, stop making excuses for this clown. They're going to, apparently they're going to rename um, King Power the circus because there's that many fucking clowns come out every other weekend. Don't. No, I'm not having that, that he's a good coach. He was, but he isn't now. And what he don't ever, don't anybody quote me and say, well, look how good he was in Scotland. Fuck off. I could do that in Scotland. Brad could do that in Scotland. Fucking Rangers weren't even in the division for half the time he was there. Um, yeah, it's just confidence. And it's a manager going in there and not trying something new. Um, and the missus is out for Gray, and I'm sure you are extremely, extremely happy. Look, he's been sat patiently listening to me. Uh, I'm going to have to give somebody else a chance to have a rant now. Cover your ears, Lady, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, put your girls and your daughters away. Cover their ears up, he's here. Brad, let me just make you larger. That sounds wrong. Oh, there we go. Like that. There we go. Um, yeah. Your, your turn. 
You know what, Chris? I just don't have the energy anymore. This team, the performances they're putting in week after week, I just they're, they're, they're dreading the life out of me. I got up today, and probably for the first time, it was like, oh, I guess it's a match day. There was no enthusiasm about it. I just couldn't get up for the game. It just felt like a game that was destined to continue where we were, where we're going, and it just did. Mm. And the worst thing about it is, I had the same issue as me, but even by hearing it, I could tell that Forrest were exactly brilliant. And I think I said it about Newcastle and the Carabao Cup. They didn't have to be brilliant to beat us. They just turned up and performed really well and, and to actually were brilliant, to be fair. But Nottingham Forest didn't have to be brilliant today and actually weren't that brilliant and they still comfortably beat us. Did you see the it's, game? I wasn't able to actually watch the game. No, my my stream said uh, they wanted to put about seven or eight links on for the Brighton Liverpool game and the other two, and missed out about three games, so I couldn't watch it either. No. which is a good thing. Which is a good yeah, thing. Yeah, I think we got away with that. All it means is we won't be doing. We won't be rating the players because that would be unfair. They get zeros, mate. They just get zeros. That save the pain. They just there was nothing today. I mean, I, I've posted this, you know, act now, top, he has to go, surely. No excuses, time is running out. He's got to go before the Brighton game, hasn't he? I'd love no, to but... hear a defence as to why he doesn't. No, and, and OK, so, you know, it might take us a while to get somebody in. If top's any good as a businessman, he'll have somebody lined up. He did when we got rid of Quell, he had Brendan lined up. Um, but, you know, I'm just thinking... I don't care who they put in. They can't be doing a worse job. No. I mean, I, I've said a lot already about tonight's game uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. And honestly, it, it was said kind of tongue-in-cheek, but there's a little bit of shred of fear that it's half true. It's, it's getting shades of, was it the 2001-2002 season when we got relegated? Mm, I think because I... right now, a combination of Harvey Barnes and, and and Jamie Vardy are fighting it out to do the best Adiak in Bailly impression, with the chances they're missing as well. It's just, it's not good. And ironically, the problem stares you right in the face, especially with the way he lined up the team today. And I know we'll get on to that later and I'll bring it up then, but... <sighs> I'm with you. He's lost it as a coach. I don't know where he's lost it because he was a good coach. I will say that he, he, he has been a good coach and proven he can do it, but he hasn't got a longevity of mentality to do it on, on the long haul. We're seeing that now and he's proven that wherever he's gone. It's probably why he was happy to leave Celtic for us because he'd been there probably to his limit to win things. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, when I kind of... Because you know me, Chris, I'm a bit of a football manager advocate, aren't I? I, I kind of use that as my front for my tactics. Mm. I actually sat here during the game. That board of the first half, which was really boring, by the way, I actually built the tactic, but as Rogers with that lineup. Yeah. And he, he plays an attacking lineup with a defensive mentality. No wonder we don't win games. Mm. No wonder we don't win games if you look at how deep into the tactics actually set up the way he has us playing, the way he lines us up. It's 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 not you don't guess what, Brendan? Full 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 for you. You don't need to be a magician to figure out our issue. No. 
No. I mean, everybody said you'll get three years out of him, then it will all go off. And so, well, he's never had the fourth year anywhere. Uh, maybe that's what we're seeing. I mean, let me just bring this up because this guy, um, where's it gone now? Um, and I'm going I'm to answer this because he's got here. I don't understand what you actually expect. Rogers cannot take all the blame. There was absolutely no investment in the summer after losing our best defender and goalkeeper. We are missing some of our best players in Justin, Ricky P and Madison. How are you pinning all of this on a man that, again, has guided us to two fifth places finishes and an FA Cup? OK, let me answer that. If you don't mind, I'll go first, Brad. Yeah. Then I'll let you have a go. <laughs> you're making, the points you're making there, I can't argue with. But when did you get us to fifth place? How many seasons ago? When did we win the FA Cup? How many seasons ago? You know, do we go back to and, and resurrect, you know, uh, um, uh, Gillis as a manager from like 1928 because he was good? You know, I mean, you cannot. Uh, <laughs> a manager has a sell-by date like like a bad turnip. You know, at the end of the day, he will. He's done what he did. Mourinho was great when he first came over, but he was no good at the end. You know, his, his, his things have moved on, and he had to go abroad to reinvent himself. And well done for what he's doing at Roma. He, you know, do we do we keep when we're sat in League One and say, oh well, it's not Brendan's fault. Yeah, we're Fernando in the third tier, but look at all the injuries he's got. Oh, poor man. No, because I tell you what, he's not doing Facebook user, and you've not put your name on there, so I then don't know who you are. Let me just see if I can just quickly go on Facebook, and I can, I can. Uh, I can give your name out because at the moment I don't know who the hell I'm talking to. But let me tell you this, right? He, um, that's what I'm looking for. Just think think back to what I was saying. Um, yes, he's got injuries. Why have we got injuries? Because of his fucking training. Fafana, when he came, said how intense the training is. We have pitches that, and this is from Rob Tanner, we have pitches that are hard for Jamie Vardy to practice on and pitches that are soft for Johnny Evans to practice on because Johnny Evans will get injured on a hard pitch. For fuck's sake, well, you know, we've got racehorses. Oh, you can't play today. It's hard going out there, Johnny. You, have to, you won't be in the starting lineup today. What the fuck is going on? If he was doing his job right, and he gets the money to manage, the book stops with him. He, When it comes to the team, when it comes to the club, the book stops with top. When it comes to the team, the tactics, the formation, the starting 11, the book stops with Brendan Rodgers. That's what he is paid for. I don't know whether you've been a manager or not. I've been a manager, and the book stopped with me when things were going wrong with my staff. Because my boss would my boss would turn around and say, well, you're the manager. It's your job. I pay you to sort it out. Well, yes. That's what Brendan Rodgers should be doing. But he's not. He's not sorting it out. Um, I still can't find your name. Look, if you're on Facebook, if you don't put your name on the bottom anymore, I'm not going to put you up. So it doesn't show you're not signed into StreamYard. You're not. So it's not coming up. It's just coming up as Facebook user. So future comments will, will not be shown. Uh, I just can't find it at the moment while I'm while I'm lo looking after this as well. But yet I can blame him. He is the manager. He gets paid. You know, we've got players taking off Mendy. You know, and the other day we were 2-0 down and he takes off a defensive midfielder for another defensive midfielder in the 89th minute. How can you defend him? 
you can't. Yeah. It's ironic because I just my art my art did a little backflip there because I got a notification from BBC Sport and I saw the word strugglers and then I read it properly. It said Championship strugglers, Cardiff. They have sacked their manager. They're struggling in the championship. They've sacked their manager. Who has? Sorry, I've missed that. They who who has? Cardiff City have sat their manager. Really? Yeah, Mark Hudson after 13 months in charge. I'm telling you this now. I bet you their fans are happier because if they're struggling and he's been there over a year and he's not done anything with them, just moving away from the sound of this lovely charming clock for you all. But <laughs> how many times have we been sat here as fans? And yes, through very good spells, he's had our backing and proven that he can get the best out of this team when he kind of leaves them to their own devices. But, you know, how many spells during the last two years have we gone on a barren, horrible, stinking run playing this similar football? Because we're used to this, unfortunately. We're used to spells where we've been playing like this every season. And we've let him off because he suddenly managed to turn it around. And how many times have we sat here when it started again, Chris, and then debated, was it the players just downing tools and saying, I'm not following your instructions, this is insane? Because I just don't know what, what, what what's going on now anymore. And I think you, you're right. I think to a degree, there's other aspects of, 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 of Leicester that take the blame as well, like the players and, 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 and the miscommunication with the ownership in the summer and, and whatnot. But ultimately, you're very right. If Rogers is going, oh, I can't, these won't perform for me, well, then don't play them. Mm. Don't pick them. Make that obvious. Make that statement. You know, maybe get a bit of commitment out of them if you really want them by saying, right, see you three. Yeah, you want to keep playing for this club. You want to stay at this club. Well, why are you letting yourselves get down to eight months on a contract? Sign it or go and sit on the bench. I don't know what he needs to do. I don't think there's anything he can personally do because I'm with you, mate. I'm I'm done. I'm I, I agree with what you said at the very start of the show. If someone said to me right now, don't improve the team, but you get rid of Rogers and bring in a different manager, then okay, fine. I'm sure a better manager or a different manager would get something out of this 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 team. Yeah. Apparently it is Luke Dunkley who is um defending Rogers. Sorry, Luke Declan. Now Luke, you know, everybody's entitled to the opinion. That's your opinion. I respect you for that. Um I would never say that you know your opinion is worth anything less than mine is. Um, you know, you probably know as much about football, if not more, than I do. So I do respect your decision. But I just for me, like I say, he's just got to go that's my opinion uh, and i think oh. everything at that club that is wrong is down to rogers why does pratt want to go you know he turned around and said i want to stay and fight for my place rogers never played him like i say two seasons ago after the liverpool game or sorry once again after the liverpool game when we when we beat them he was walking off that pitch bigging up but hamza chowdhury pointing at him and saying what a great player he is never saw him again and they sent him out on loan Mendy, he can pass the ball apparently, Mendy, because indeed he can't. And Sumari's somehow magically got injured as well. Uh, and then he takes him off. I, he, he's, I, I don't, I, just, I mean, he, he wasn't a good coach at Celtic. It's just that there's <laughs> only Celtic and Rangers that are any good up there. Well, I mean, yeah, it's very true. I think you said about it. And again, 
when I kind of put it down on uh, on the computer and looked at it in a different way, the way I feel that Rogers goes about it, he's just over. He's 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 the worst thing is about it is he just overcomplicates it. For me, he just overcomplicates everything, and then players go out there confused. The movement off the ball, the movement, the indecisiveness of whether they are holding a position or are they meant to go and try and take on their wing back. You know, when we're trying to play it out wide, the pass into the middle that the player's flat flooded, he doesn't react to because he's not expecting it. He's trying to sp- he's trying to drag a player with him. He's not realised that someone's played a short ball to him. It's so indecisive, and that just comes from overcomplication that any level manager can do. And the best of managers realise they're overcomplicate it, simplify it, and meet in the middle with the players and, and what they want to ultimately bring. And then through the transfer window, do what we've been asking and make the signers that he wants to more implement the way he wants to play. He's trying to do it with the players that we can't play that style of football. Arteta learned stuff on the head. Yeah. Didn't he? Uh, just, uh, fans fighting amongst themselves. I haven't seen this yet, and the ground just sums up what's going on. Um, David is still on the fence, mate. You've got to get off the fence and go one way or the other. Uh, due to injuries, but why have we got the injuries? Who are the injuries down to? Him, um, because you know, he'll rush players back to get them playing. You know, let's say Marty and Marty got well, let's look at Nick Evans, right? Evans was, yeah. was fit, but wasn't 100% fit to play. Did he trust Sorinchu to come on? No. What did he do? He rushed Evans back. Engine got, Evans got injured again and he's out. And now we're stuck with the Marty. That's, that is Roger's fault because he won't. Yeah. Somebody said, some, a journalist said, and I've said this many times in the last week, he hasn't got a small squad. He's got the same size squad as every other bloody manager in the, in the, in the league. He's got a small squad of players that he trusts. And I think those players are saying, well, if you don't trust me to play, I'm, I, why, should, why should I play? You know, um, I want to just read you some of these out. Right, This is what fans have been saying. Um, yeah. right, defending like idiots and Barnes needs to learn to hit the target again. The amount of chances he misses are almost unforgivable. That team and manager, they don't fight. It's like they simply don't want to be here. Then you look at the board, and I have to say, lack of investments is worrying. However, Brendan Rodgers' time at my club needs to end now. We need fresh ideas. Why would anybody want to come to this club? Honestly, we've been badly mismanaged. We haven't invested in the squad. Didn't change the manager when we had the chance. Have racked up a horrific injury record. Now we get our pants pulled down every week. Joke. Let's play. Who will Brendan blame this week game? I am going with the lady who serves the tea in the canteen. She must be the only one left. That is very, very true. Uh, anyone in the stands at Leicester City Football Club who isn't Brendan Rodgers out at this point needs to give their heads a wobble, have some passion and demand uh, better from your club. He has coached any belief and passion out of them. I mean, I'm just going on and on. Rodgers out. Um, top is content with going down. This is generally the worst team I've ever supported. I don't know about that. Depends on your age, I guess, in fairness to that one. Uh, but... Puel was playing better football than this when when we sacked him. Ranieri was wasn't playing as bad as this when we sacked him. No, and again, I, I, I seem to be making this comparison more and more between the two of them. That's the one thing that lost Ranieri the job because 
whilst the camp still seemed positive around Ranieri, it was probably a more of a plus than he had, despite our lowly league position, I think the Champions League run was a great distraction for him to, to kind of keep the job long, longer, I reckon. Um, is the fact that Ranieri tried to overcomplicate it in the second season. His tactics were overcomplicated. And I always point it out. I remember we played Chelsea away and I think we lost 4-2. And in the first 35 minutes, he changed the shape so much that even the guys commentating, I think it was on BT Sports, someone might correct me if I'm wrong, um, they couldn't keep up with his changes. And even the players were rumoured to be saying that they were getting confused with instructions. They, were, You could see their reaction when they could see the goals. Like, well, what, what? I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And it seems like that's the same that we're seeing right in front of us. And it's just... It's it's just scary to see the failings are matching and, and, uh, and we're sticking by them a bit longer. It doesn't seem right. Luke, I mean, uh, you know, like I said, and, and I respect your opinions, it's why I'm putting them back up as well, because there's two sides to every argument. Like I say, we're not right. You know, it is all about opinions. Uh, he said, no, he's not disregarding our opinions. I agree with some of what you're saying. After the summer we had, I didn't know what everyone expected. Vardy's ageing, Casper left, Fafana gone. Uh, Brendan has not become a bad coach overnight. He's been given no resources to improve a team that we all knew at the end of last season was a stale squad. Who would you replace Rodgers with? Sean Dyche at the moment. We have played some of the best football uh, we have ever seen as Leicester fans under Rodgers. I, I would argue with that last point. I don't think we've seen the best football. If you call, yes, we were a nice pass inside, but we never get out of our own half. So, you know, I think I think some of the best football we played was under Ranieri for me, but like I say, his opinions. Uh, Terry, they got rid of Wenger by mass walkouts early at matches. Why don't our fans do that? I don't know. Did anyone know if Top was there today? Um, is it a question of players are not happy that they can't train on certain services and the services are being trained on? Is it not the same as the pitch we're due to play on? You know, I just, like you say, is it getting so complicated now? Uh, our best striker doesn't get a look in down to Rogers. Like I say, love him or hate him, he you know he's the manager. And um, Brentford has just gone two 0 up. He's the manager, and the book stops with him. Um, I'm not. Gonna, I can't say a man of the match because I didn't read it, but I didn't watch the game. Like I say, as you didn't either, Brad. But I think this sums up how bad the starting eleven were. When the guy that actually does my um, predictions, he goes to every single match. Uh, he watches it live, so he sees the game better than, than I do on the TV. He picks my man of the match, and he picked a player that came on for, what, 15 minutes? Yeah, he seems to be uh, a player that, yes, he has suffered with injuries, but he, he does generally seem a player that's very well liked by us Leicester fans. But he's either really unlucky with injuries that have ruled him out, Um and he's been left out in the cold a few times. I'm really hoping, with the trouble we're in, and I can't believe I have to say with the trouble we're in, but I'm really hoping this is an opportunity where, and let's just assume that the board haven't called an emergency meeting, he's not going to get sacked. So let's just assume in hindsight that we're going to have to get, oh, we're going to get so battered by Brighton, it's not even funny. But let's just say Brighton is in charge, 
I would say your last roll of the dice, Rogers, to do the last thing you can try and change it is go, sods to you, you're letting me down, you're you're not performing, Pratt, Mendy, Samore, Nacho, Daka, you guys get the front run, you big names, right? you want to fill your boots, run your contracts down, whatever, you don't want to seem to put in the effort, okay, well, you guys might be out either injured or not playing, but I'm going to I'm going to get rid of, I'm not going to play you. And it's just, just, it's a big call. He's got to make a big statement call to that dressing room and to the fans by going, I'm playing Brunt because, you know, Amartis Dovchite or whatever, you know, whatever he thinks, whatever fans personally think, he's got to start taking his tinted glasses off. And he's got to take that mask off of going, no, I can play to one or two players' strengths instead of a squad. You've got to do it now, mate, Because Brendan, because if you don't, you're going to be out of a job. And, and if, let, let if me ask you allow two tactical things. We're going to look at the stats later, but I just want to ask you two tactical things. Would you have started, yes. would you have started today with two defensive midfielders? Did we no. need that against, no disrespect, because they beat us, but did we need that against, against the, uh, a Forest side? No, uh, no, we didn't. We needed. We actually. I. I actually designed because um, I got bored in that first half. Um, not only did I, because I was trying to do something tactical for my, my tactical segment, which I suppose I could still use, but it depends if you want to do that or not tonight or at all. I'm not. I'm not forced either way if you do. But I decided to build how I thought we should play, and there's not what one of them is. Definitely doesn't include two central defensive midfielders, and that's not just for Nottingham Forest. That's throughout mm. the rest of the season. Yeah, and it's it does not have a defensive midfielder. It has a deep line playmaker, which is essentially an anchor in in a midfield three. It just kind of hints of one. That's all we need. Someone who can hold that gap between the defence and midfield. If we get caught in possession, that's the only thing we do. Otherwise, it's a flat midfield three. I don't know how they get all, all of them on the pitch because I did a team with our injuries and I have found a use to get out of the two midfielders without playing them both at central defensive midfield. It's ridiculous. Nottingham Forest scored their first goal on the 56th minute. Yeah. Um, I was interested to see what time Brenda, uh, Brendan, well, Brenda made his, um, made his changes. Should we have a look? Um, I don't remember noting them down. I know he did make the changes yeah. in like not long afterwards, so a bit reactive to the goal. Ten minutes before he, he brought Brunt, Pratt and Iacho on. Ten minutes. Um, we had, when that goal was scored, 30 minutes to possibly get something back. But no, he dithered about for ten minutes. Like, well, what should I do? What should I do this? Blah, blah, blah. He's, he's so indecisive. He's one of, it's like that joke where he used to be indecisive, but he's not too sure now. <laughs> you know, you, you you look at that and you think, right, we've been shit up to now. Now we've gone one goal down. I need to do something now. And if he was a good manager, he'd have been thinking that for 15 minutes so he could make the decision. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also very painfully clear painfully clear because 
There's one thing that he's failed to actually acknowledge, though. Normally, right, he's happy to go out there, and I understand it. I, I get that he's got to have, like, some kind of defence. The irony that we're not defending well is me saying that. I get it. I hear it, right? Is that, oh, okay, we've got a lot of first-team players out. Okay, I can accept that. But and I, this is this is backing up what you're saying there, Chris. A good manager would maybe just... <laughs> Just maybe, Chris, a good manager would look at what he's got available to him, fit and ready, and go, right, that won't work. So what we need to work on, guys, in the training ground, with what I've got available, what we've got available fit for now, is we need to work on this and this and this. And it's called a plan B, because what you then tend to do is when the players like Madison and that come back and they're fully fit and Kieran Juice Hall and whatnot, you can integrate that tactic with them on the training as well. But then you can then alternate between your A and B. It's just so glued to this silly four two three one or four three three, which he played, you know, which he has been used to playing. And it's just he's ridiculous. Yeah. Because the instructions didn't really change it from what it was formation wise. He just laid them out differently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, let me uh, let's have a look at some stats. And I know you're not a big fan of stats, but I am, and it's my show, so odd cheese. <laughs> uh, oh, I That's love that. You. <laughs> you know that, right? This this was this was sort of the, well, how this this particular um, uh, site had us lined up. Uh, their worst player was um, Scarpa, who got taken off. Along with oh no, their worst player was Yates at six point four. Yeah, they they gave Yates yeah. on the Nottingham Forest, and I can't I can't comment on whether that is or that isn't because like I say I didn't watch it. I'm only going off what it says here. Yates got six point four was their worst player. Our best player six point six, Mark Albrighton. Now, when our worst player. Only manages to beat. Sorry, when our best player only manages to beat their worst player by, you know, two point two of a, of a point. I mean, that's how bad it is. Yeah, and it's it's fairly generous to give a Leicester player today a six. To be perfectly honest, on that on that one, I, I, you know that that them stats are being generous to us already. Given given us six, yeah. I mean, Mark Albrighton didn't have like a himself do much in the way of wrong from what it sounded like it's harder to judge it when it's like that but yeah six is generous still even if he didn't do much wrong on the pitch it's, yeah. it's just it was woeful Gray says here Thomas out of his depth now yeah you could argue that and he hasn't maybe had the advantage of going out on loan you know and he's been thrown in problem is if we let Thomas go out on loan or we don't actually put you know, who else do we put in there? You know, because at this rate, we're going to get James Justin in in a wheelchair being pushed by Ryan Bertrand up and down because that's who, who we've got left is Thomas. Brunt came on, which was for Thomas. But I thought Brunt was right-sided because he was the other the other day against Dillingham, but maybe, maybe he can play both sides. Um, now, you know what I'm like, don't you, with shots? This is, this is one that I'm going to be honest with you, that really does get my blood boiling. I'm not going to lie. We had six shots in that whole game. We are a Premier League team. We are past Premier League champions. 
we had six shots. Do you know how many of those were on target? Two. No. You're being generous there, sir. One. Ugh. A Premier League team fighting for its survival, and we had six shots, one on target. That is just fucking awful. And, you know, everyone said, oh, it's, it's nice football, but it's getting us nowhere. It's getting us from one side of the pitch to the other. They brought Surridge on, right? I don't know if you can see that at the bottom there. Surridge has come on, number 16. He had two shots, which was as equal with Tielemans and half of what Barnes had. He had more shots than um, nine of our on-field players. Just tells you how bad the performance was. It just yeah. tells you how bad the energy is in that team. It tells you how bad it is. Forrest mm -hmm. cantered to a 2 0 win and they didn't get out of first gear mainly because they couldn't because they just were bad. But we, we weren't even stalled, we were storing it without having the key in. That's mm -hmm. how bad we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Forrest, you know, it, it was probably like a training session for Forrest, wasn't it? You know, um. <sighs> Let's have a look. I mean, possession is a bit of a, a, a ball ache, to be honest with you, because it, it, it means nothing. But it's funny that, you know, we had 60% possession. They had 39. But it doesn't matter if you have all that possession. You don't fucking do anything with it. No, it's almost like, it's almost like, Chris, we're not a possession-built base side. Mm. Because... I don't know if anyone else has maybe caught this, but when we whizzed the ball forward in about four passes instead of 37, we scored goals. Mm. I, believe, I believe I believe our last goal was against Liverpool, and, and minus the Gillingham game, obviously. Yeah. But in league terms, it was Liverpool, and it was a high press. There's something that's very foreign to this team that's been this season, apart from moments like this. We stole the ball, we passed it to our highest player at the pitch who was sprinting forward and we scored a goal. Why, why are we still trying to take 37 passes? And, and that's just to get it in their half sometimes it feels like it takes that long. Well, you, you know me, it's I hate playing out from the back. And I thought Ward wasn't like that, but he's obviously been dragged into that mode of thought by our wonderful coach, of a, you know, uh, Brendan Rodgers. I mean, can I just say, right, that again, the most possession that any of their players had was um, 4.9, McKenna, the defender. Yeah. Faze had 8.9% possession. Amati had 6.7% possession. Indeed, he had 6.9% possession. That tells you there how defensive we are and how we are playing it around at the back all the fucking time and then we lose yeah. it we lose it and when we lose it we lose it in our half on the goal line and they can go up and score you know it's not fucking well, rocket science is it no you certainly don't need a degree or to be a qualified magician to figure it out what's going wrong and and again you know we said about the defensive set piece coach coming in and you know we haven't seen from well the thing is, right, the thing is, again, it worked for a little bit, and then it feels like Rogers has got his 
greedy mitts all over it again and changed it. Because I don't know if anyone else did. I listened to it on LCFC.com. And I always get them confused because they're always in the studio at our time talking. And I think it was Matt Elliott was on the main commentary out on the at, at, at Nottingham today. And at one point, I heard him say, why is Brunt, the youngster Brunt, marking a six-foot-two Nottingham Forest player? Mm. And that just reeks of the mistakes that we made when we thought everything was to play with Colo Torre. We thought it was Colo that was making these ludicrous, silly decisions to tell Brendan to have his littlest person marked the tallest person. But no, it's clearly now a Brendan thing. So maybe Colo wasn't the mistake for another point towards him because... I heard that and I went, we haven't done that in a while. Why is he still doing that again? Oh, yeah. okay. It never actually maybe left. It was the first time that somebody else pointed it out. Right, and look at this past success. You know, our, our you know, Mendy Indeedy, Amarty Faze, uh, all got, and Amar and Castagna, all got over 85% success rate with their passes because they're fucking passing to each other at the back all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's all I mean, Anybody can, you know, I can pass a two foot. Well, I'm surprised they're that successful because the passing against Bloody Gillingham was awful and against Fulham. But, yeah, but do you want to know what's the worst thing about that stat? In that 15% that we don't make a successful pass, we're more armed to ourselves than what we were with the ball. Yeah. We were harmless, we're harmless to ourselves when we've got the ball, but we have this, in, we have this incredibly frustrating habit this season of when we give away the ball, we could not give it away in a worse situation yeah. right us. You know, because even, the, even their second goal, I think it was a throwing in their half that we had. We had the ball, a misplaced pass, burst through our defence, goal, game over. It was already because we were never scoring, but nail on the head. You can, you can turn your radios and TVs off if you want it for a Leicester fan sort of goal. Yeah. Because it ain't going to get any better. Now, just get... I mean, Chelsea have just signed Mudrick, is it? Mudrick, however you pronounce it. From oh, the they've stolen from Arsenal. They've stolen from Arsenal because Arsenal fans were hyping about him first. That's hilarious. What a shame. What a shame, Arsenal. And as you just as you say, that Anthony comes in. But apparently, um, I don't know whether this has now been outdated, but Paul Merson has said that if... Potter loses uh, tomorrow. He's gone on Monday. Top, please, please. <laughs> yes. Well, See, yeah, I mean, despite the way he left Brighton, that's the only risk you have. But maybe once score, you're not going to do it again, sort of thing. You might have that impact. Yeah. I'm at that point, man, where I'm not desperate, that tired of that board of seeing it. Fine. You know what? If you're going to tell me, gun to my head, we've got to take Potter's place and fine, I'll take him. Fine, I'll have him in the last shirt. And have fucking me a warning. Just have him in the dugout. I, I tell you what, I'd have Peter Taylor back at the moment. Jeez, that's how uh, bad now. it is. Now <laughs> then, now then, no. No, there's, 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 there's lines and then there's one you just crossed, right? I, I, <laughs> I'd rather, yeah. Craig Levine, I'd rather Craig Levine back. That's about as far as I'm willing to drop the stand for <laughs> Oh, we could name them all, couldn't we? Um, apparently, we had three dribbles all game, all Brighton, Tielemans and Pat. I mean, my kids dribbled more than that when they were growing up. 
<laughs> there might, you know what? There might, there might, have, there might have been some fans that were doing more dribbling, and falling asleep watching the performance because I would yeah. have been drawing watching it. But I was there from the, I put a post out. I think it might have been on Facebook and not Twitter, but I put something along the lines of saying it's hard, it's hard to watch. No, it's difficult to watch and it's hard to listen. So you know, I mean, if I'm feeling sorry for those fans that travel today and those fans that found a way to watch it. That I had to watch it with their eyes because I, I had to listen to my ears and it was just painful. Mm. It just says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. The other stats, by the way, they're also totally um, equal. It doesn't, you know, it's not worth sort of comparing them. But if we then move on and um, Rich is in, uh, I just saw your, your, your message in the group, Rich. Um, hopefully so. Fingers crossed it is. Um, I thought you wanted Hassan Hulsin rather than Potter. Do you know what? You see, for me, right, for me, some managers have a limit that they're good at. Do you know what I mean? You know, we say that some managers are good at getting teams out of the championship, but they can't keep teams in the Premier League. Um, Potter, when he was at a club like Brighton, let's be honest with you, he had them punching above the weight. He's now gone to a Chelsea, and he, I, I say, I, I fully back him. He had to take that job because you don't know when these jobs come along. And if he is sacked, he'll walk off richer probably than he ever would have been at Brighton. But I think that was a step. That's a step too far for him. But he had to do it. The same with Frank Lampard when he went to Chelsea. You can't turn these jobs down when they come along. I, I was offered sort of what was it about ten years ago? I was offered three grand a year more to move a job. And I wasn't sure, but I thought three grand a year, I've got to do it. And I lasted about three months and I went back to where I was before. Sometimes you've just got to got to take it. It's all over. Brentford have won, Bournemouth have lost. And I just think we are we're not a Chelsea. We never will be. But we are quite like a Brighton or Brighton are quite like a Leicester, whichever way. And that's why I think Potter. Would I take Huth and Hall at the moment? Yes. I'd take anybody. I would literally take anybody. Um, Anthony is in big up Chris and Brad hope you well Brad you scored some point yeah you did well for Brad there Anthony in the old prediction league fair play to yeah, you yeah. I think Brad needs to say a big thank you to you sir yeah I do, I do. I've been it's just one of the things even when I'm not here my substitute does well for me he's a, he's a good secretary member is, uh, is, is Anthony I've always yeah. liked him and his 75 red crumbs that he supports. <laughs> um, Chris, if you ask Neil, he will tell you Forrest had, had beaten us in October. Thomas Frank would have took over if I could turn back time. I, would he, would it? Well, I mean, it's ifs, buts, woody and, you know, maybes and all that, isn't it? You know, um, let's have a look at some of the, the stats as well then. So Nottingham Forest, strength. They created a high number of chances relative to their possession. They were effective at creating goal-scoring opportunities through individual skill. Were strong at finishing. Our strength, the one, was we were, effect we were effective at creating goal-scoring opportunities from long-shot situations. Now, to, I mentioned this before, I think, to you, Brad. In a lot of ways, and yeah, we've had some great long shots before anybody gets it. Yuri Tillemans in the FA Cup, yes, I know. But surely if we are taking long shots all the time, it means that we're no good at getting into their box. 
I don't think we're actually taking long shots all the time. I would suggest we're probably taking three and hitting one on target because we spend so much try time trying to pass it in the net that the only reason these long shots become available isn't for a player getting his head down, running and, and, and backing himself and believing himself to it in the net. No, it's from a cannon, a ball that's cannoned out to him and he's thinking, I'm just going to hit it straight back in the mixer. We, we're, we're a little bit fortunate that someone like the likes of Tillemans and, and, and when he's fit, Madison can hit a ball like that more regular and have a bit more control over it and, and, and benefit from them things. But I don't think it's because we're shooting seven. Uh, you know, I don't think six of our all six of our chances are outside the box today. It was probably two, from what it sounded like. A lot of them sound like they're creating the box. It's it's to trying to pass it into the net that's actually conveniently given us them sort of stats. Would you get tagged with a with a thing though? You to uh, it, it doesn't tend to go away. Breaking news Sorry. by the way about Leicester. I don't know if you've seen this on Sky. Uh, we are in talks with another manager. Uh, Alan Pardew is um, is meeting top, apparently. I'd rather not. <laughs> I'm joking. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 a step too far. Again, that's that that's strike two, Chris. One more, and I can't do anything because it's your show. But. <laughs> um, yes. Oh God, I'm part you. Yeah, we should have limits on. We should have limits on it, maybe. Yeah. Um, weaknesses today. Uh, Forest had no weaknesses. Um, we were poor at finishing. No shit, Sherlock. Uh, they favoured long shots as well, apparently, and they favoured crossing the ball. We played with wit, attacked down the right side, and dominated possession. The interesting thing, though, is there, when you look at the stats to the right of all the players, look at that. Like I said earlier, didn't I? Rating, not one in the top five is a Leicester player. Total shots, Harvey Barnes. Everybody says, let's drop Harvey Barnes. Let's not play Harvey Barnes. He was the only Leicester player to get in the top five for the number of shots. And we couldn't even beat Ryan Yates, who, uh, who was on two there. And, you know, you've got... Inacho coming on. Daka didn't come on, did he? I don't think. Um, I don't think so, no. And you had um, Vardy. So, I mean, we couldn't even, they couldn't even get more than one shot between them. Uh, tackles, okay, we had two in the top five there. Dribbles, again, we didn't have anybody. Look, you know, I mean, it, it, it's him. It, I'm not even disappointed. I'm just embarrassed. Yeah, I think that's the effects of everybody, though, mate, is we're embarrassed by the way he's getting them to play. The way they're going about their football is a very niche way of playing it. There's there's a reason we talk about the great sides that pass teams to death that are called Barcelona. And I believe there's like, there's, there was a Brazil side that used to elegantly pass the ball around and... and, and and, and warm things, so it, it's very hard to do and, and have the quality there to do it, and it just it pales and, and adds to the stress to the fact that we clearly can't play the way with the players we've got. So we're going to get. We're, this is why this this these horrible stats where you're telling me that Barnes, 
who most people want out the door. Um, it's our only guy that's actually looking like he's getting shots away. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. It's telling you how bad the situation is. This is why I'm I'm not defending Barnes because if he's not playing well, he's not playing well. But you know, when people want him out, and I'm saying, well, who else is there? That's the thing. You know, um, I mean. Okay, I thought I panicked for a minute there. I thought this was Jack Whitehall, but it's Jack Whitman. Uh, you have to realise there is not a manager anywhere who could improve that team who started today. Six or seven of them would struggle to get into the championship team. Oh, I can do that. I can improve that team. I could improve that team. When I've, I've, I, in fact, with, with the introduction of a player today, I could really improve that team. And, and get a performance out of it. And if I'm saying I could do that, then I'm sure there's a manager out there that's actually got qualifications that could get something out of that team and do and do a lot better with that starting lineup. Because I would take that starting lineup and and the subs used, yeah, and we'd definitely get better results. And that's it. And I'm I'm confident that if I told the player, if I said to if I slip my team decision and tactics over Brendan, so their coach just took it as what it was gospel, went with it, the players ran it, didn't know it come from someone else. Everybody in the chat could come up with a better formation and style of play to have mm. done better today than what they were doing, mate. Yeah. Grace says I'm sorry, here, but uh, No, 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 no. Quite agree with you. Grace says here, um, Mike Bassett. <laughs> what, what, what about Mike Bassett? Look, you know. Whatever you say about Mike Bassett. Ladies and gentlemen, England will be playing 4 4 fucking 2. And I'd take that. <laughs> take 4 4 2. Um, 26 of you in the chat at the moment, please smash that like button. It helps the channel so much. And if you are new, please do subscribe. We do lots of Leicester stuff, but obviously lots of non Leicester stuff as well. Um, right, if we have a look at that, I mean, uh, if I came down the right side more, you know, we kept saying how well we always seem to come down Barnes's side, but maybe it was because we had all Brighton on, and uh, you know, we were pretty much down equal down both sides today, weren't we? Yeah, but it was just as painful going down either side for the majority of that match. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a we just need to start the ignition instead of trying to instead of sitting there and just changing gear but not putting any you know not turning the key over and not not putting your foot on the floor it doesn't matter which way you move the ball really if you're going down the left or right side of that if you're allowing them to get the left men behind the ball and try and hit you on the break yeah you're not going to stop it now looking at that you'd think that we would probably well you know have a fair amount of decent shots spread out over the um entirety of the pitch uh, with you know shots from the left middle and, and right now one team have 30 percent of the shots from the left 40 percent down the middle and 30 percent down the right so you know they were attacking from all all sides one team didn't have one shot from the right they have 17 percent from the left 83 percent down the middle can you guess which way round it is brad I, I mean, you'd say 
you'd say by that that it's pretty obvious on, on, on that one. You know, it's just a dominant side, isn't it? Leicester, we yeah. did not have one shot down the right side. Yeah, so it just shows you that we only had one track mind and yeah. got nowhere with it. But where is this so-called super coach not sat there with all his notes that he's writing down in his little book and going like, oh, hang on, it's not working for us down the middle. Oh, that, that, that's that's just the problem. He's taking his tactics and how he wants this 25-man squad to play and he seems to be very, like I said, he seems to be very high on speaking that we've got injuries, mm. but he won't admit that the team we've got available to us now cannot play that way. It's, it's just, it just cannot play the way he wants to. And again, yeah, it was nice to maybe have someone like Albrighton, who's a bit more reliable and a bit more steady at getting on the ball than, and maybe also the defensive side of it today, because by the lineup, it seemed to want to be playing defensive as possible. Albrighton was preferred to on the right over Perez, but, yeah, so maybe there's a bit more trust on that side, but yeah. it was still it was still obvious and slow with what we were doing. Yeah, I've got to say, Gray, thank you so very very much, sir. That is very generous of you. Uh, a super chat there, and it, it I can buy I can I can buy a pint with that and get. Uh, well, maybe I can buy two pints with that. It's actually good to wear the spoons, and I can. Uh, Try and drown my sorrows. Uh, need to how much I need to drown them. I think probably be underwater for about two years. But I really, really do appreciate that, Gray. Thank you very much indeed. Um, if we then have a look at shot zones, um, now this is surprising because Leicester apparently we're the long shot team, and yet Forest had sixty percent of their shots from outside of the box. Yeah. Which, again, you can kind of credit Leicester too. They're the one thing, when things have been positive for us, or when we've put in a resolute performance, ironically, we've probably seen it at least twice under Rodgers against Liverpool, yeah. is when we play that defensive block, we do for, at least we bore the opposition to, to, to shoot outside the box because they're not getting in the we're not allowing them in the areas to shoot from inside the boxes as much as they they'd like as well so that that again it stems from the tactic so you know if you're looking at sort of a backhanded compliment i guess at least we bore the other team into not being able to do much for a little bit you know um but again they also had a lot of shots for that reason as well it probably bumps up their numbers and the chances they had yeah don't forget, guys, you've still got a little bit of time to vote. The poll is in the chat on YouTube. Uh, should Rogers be sacked now before the Brighton game? And it's pretty overwhelmingly um, yes with 72%. Um, I didn't give you a don't know position because I don't believe you either want him sacked or you don't. You can't. <laughs> That's it. Yes, yes or no. Yes or no. Um, action zones, pretty much. Nothing, nothing to choose there. Thirty-six percent in our third, thirty-six in the middle, and twenty-seven in the home third. Um, did I say third? Then I must have been thinking about Nottingham Forest. And finally, uh, player positions. I mean, look at that. I mean, it kind of 
sums up, and I'm still trying to get used to sort of what all these different things mean, but we weren't actually sort of bombing forward, were we? No. Uh, I, I honestly, honestly, you could have put a snail at the start of your windowsill and watched it try and race it to the end of your windowsill. Without the movie Turbo, you could just have a normal garden snail on one side of your windowsill and wait to see if it got to the other end and timed it. And it probably would have got there quicker than it took less to move the ball into the opposition half at times today. And it's just clearly stated there with how... Look, look at that lovely defensive brick wall compared to theirs that's in the middle slash attacking zone where they've got a majority of their orange blob, red, orange blobs. I can't really see the colour from here. Um, yeah. And ours are, ours are mainly in that defensive U sort of shape. It's just... It really helps you paint the picture, doesn't it, of what we actually had to go through today and what, what how we were playing. Yes. I'm just trying to find, because I did think that I had a, a heat map. Did I, I think I showed you a heat map the other day, didn't I? Yes, you did, yes, sir. Um, and I don't think they've put it up yet. I'm just talking about the match centre place. That's now, it, it, unfortunately, it was a shame because that was, that was quite an interesting one. Um, on that um just have a very last minute quick look to see if i can find it uh past types card situations was it one with no it had to be with this one surely anyway anyway apparently not apparently um oh wait ah yeah oh i found it sir i have found, found it. it i have found it uh, I don't know what this shows. It's just uh, it's just me actually just uh, liking me, me stats and everything. But uh, I do like I do like the odd heat map. So here we go. Remind me where it is next time. But there is the heat no map. Idea. There is the heat map of the game. Five hundred and forty-three touches to uh, Forest. Seven hundred and twenty-three to Leicester. And you can see, obviously, the red is the um, where our touches were. Uh, okay, I mean, you could argue that Forest haven't either, um, but you know, have we got a touch there in their box? I can't see one. This just makes for grim reading, Chris. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> oh, I know. Obviously. I know. Oh. It's it's ridiculous. Um, I I just I just we're never going to score if the heat map looks like that. Where we, we, most of our players, it's hotter in the in the you know in our own half. And we've said this before. You know, they, they said we are a team that likes to play in our own half. Um, that is just absolutely ridiculous. We're never going to score if we've got it in there. Um, well. <laughs> Things can only get better, Brad. They really need to. We're to be playing Premier League football next season. They really need to. Now, I don't. I said we're not going to do a uh, player of the. You know, we're not going to rate the players because I didn't see it. You didn't see it. Therefore, no. it would be totally wrong to um, 
was the word I'm looking for, totally wrong for us to judge the players. But I thought it would be interesting for us to have a look at um, how the Mercury um, actually rated the players. And just quickly, if you're all right for time, sir, um, yeah. just quickly have a look at um, what they say for the players. There we go. So this is how they rated them. Um, here we go. Danny Ward got a five. He was left exposed for the first Johnson goal. While it's difficult to say he should have done better with the second, but he did not make any noteworthy saves with the shots he did claim or routine stops. He got a five. Castagna got a four. He gave away the ball far too cheaply. Now, how can you say... Oh, City apparently breaking news. I don't know if you can see that on the screen there. Um, City, no, he's not quite shown it, has it? Cities, uh, we've been throwing coins at the match. So Leicester City's coin throwing incident, uh, throwing to be in, sorry, City's Nottingham Forest trip coin throwing incident to be investigated. There's always some idiots, isn't there? There's always some idiots. Yeah, because that's just what the cup needs. We're 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 in dire straits. We're we're falling down the table. We're on a barren run, and what we need is morons throwing coins. Well, yeah. well, well done, well done. Yeah. Well, at least at least at least now you've exposed exposed yourself enough, and hopefully they'll you'll get photographed and you'll get tied. You'll get a letter, and you yeah. won't be allowed back to any football. So you know, well done. I suppose if that's happened, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, I, and I did. I said yesterday on the show, didn't I? I said, like, you know, win or lose, go have a bit of banter. People are dying in other parts of the world. You know, if you're in Ukraine, you've got bombs going off all over you. Just go and it is a football match. Doing this, it's just, you, it's more honest. If you want to have a go, come on to this sort of a show, whether it's on this channel or any other channel, and vent your anger. You know, <laughs> because then you can go off, sit in your thing, have a beer, and uh, and calm down. Don't don't be doing stupid things like that. Utter utter. As I always say, it's obvious. You know, we know where the missing link is. Um, and Marty got five. Um, Faye's got a four. He was a liability for much of the match, charging around recklessly, leaving gaps for Forrest to exploit. He played Johnson on for the first goal. He won a couple of good headers, but his form has taken a huge dip since the World Cup. I mean, yeah, it's, it's difficult to say whether it was the World Cup because he didn't play in the World Cup, so I don't know how he, how he could have been affected by that. But since the Liverpool game, which happened to be the second game, obviously, since we came back, yeah, I think that is right. It, it, his form has dipped. Yeah, it's not. It's not erratic like um, like Soyuncu's was. I will say that much. It doesn't. Well, it doesn't. On the surface, it doesn't seem like he's being erratic, but he is making errors. And, and you know what? Maybe not playing in the World Cup has affected him. He put in a brilliant display after that Spurs game. He didn't play bad at all in the Spurs game, despite the horrific scoreline. You know that. You know he's played really well. He was part of a back four that wasn't conceding. Once he mm. got the once the ball got rolling, he was making it. Marty looked like a world class centre back, and Danny Ward was keeping clean sheets. And we were joking and laughing and joking about him being the world's worst goalkeeper that's not conceding. 
And then to go to Belgium and how they played and not play, and then the Liverpool game on top, I just hope it's not something that's going to stick around longer in his head because it does need to stop making these errors. But we could pick apart any player and yeah. go through their performances and, and, and do that, to be honest with you as well, because it's not just him. If only we had a world-class coach that was really well known for his man management skills that could take a player that's as down as Valt Faze and and you know turn it round. If only we had somebody like that. Yeah, them things are hard to come by though, aren't they, mate? <laughs> oh hashtag sarcasm. Uh Terry Hello, said, if the through coins is to say here's a whip round, yeah, maybe uh, maybe uh, we need to get um uh, top on the pitch, picking the coins up to put it towards the uh, compensation for Rogers. Uh, Julie, good evening, Julie. You are new by the look of it. I don't think I've seen you before. You are most welcome. Uh, evening, Brad and Chris. You've got resilience and stamina doing these shows after that performance and result. Julie, Jules, sorry, Julie, I called you then. So, Jules, it's called therapy. It's good to talk about it because if we didn't, we'd both of us go and punch punch a, a window out somewhere. Mike is in. Good evening, Mike. How are you? Uh, we have to change our policy and spend some money. We have to change our policy and change our manager. That's what we need to do. Luke Thomas got a three. Um, an afternoon to forget for him. But like I say, who else can go in there? Uh, Papa Mendy got a five. Indeed, he got a four, and yet it was Mendy that got taken off. Uh, though he was, he was, he was mostly calm on the ball, and then the praise of the City fans when he bullied Johnson off the ball. Yuri Tillman's got a five. Um, Mark Albrighton got a five. Vardy got a three. Woo-hoo. Harvey Barnes four, and then the three subs: Brunt, Pratt, and in actual got five. But to be honest with you, you know. They were hardly on, were they? You know, so I just, I just think, where do, where do we go from here, Brad? Help me. I don't. I, honestly, I don't know because he's got to change something. It needs to be a formation change. It needs to be a style of play. It needs to be instructions. Everything needs to be changed. New new players need to be signed yesterday. They're that urgent to get them in. Um, we need to do something different on that training ground. We need to... Basically, everything that Rogers thinks we need to do to win games, Rogers, what you need to do, right? You need to put it in a lovely little, nice little bag. You need to fuck it up that window, right? And you need to start again. And you need to go, this isn't working. Hmm, maybe I'll play these players with what they're really good at, and that is direct play. Play a 4-3-1-2. Get rid of the wingers, because we haven't got enough. Get these players in. Get a, get a secondary tactic. Have, this is a secondary tactic, because I know I swore there to Rogers if he's tuning in, which probably isn't. But I swore in him there, because I said I said the number two. Yes, we can play with top front, Brendan. And if you do that, and you play to their strengths, and you suffocate that midfield... And maybe don't have us play like we're a defensive, newly promoted side that are praying and hoping Liverpool, West Ham and everybody else like that doesn't smash a 6 and every week. And we actually pick up some points, you know, because I don't know when this play, you know, I, 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 I've got a team here that I put together in that formation that I've just said, Chris. And I'm looking at why these players play like they're shit scared of every team they're going. Ward, FaZe, Amati, Thomas, Castagne, 
a midfield three of Dennis Pratt and Didi Tillemans, an attacking midfielder of Barnes, because we haven't got an extra midfielder like that to go forward, and it's the only player I trust to play there, because I don't trust Perez, and then Dakar in that short front. Why, why isn't why why are we persisting on playing players that are no good on the wing? Why are they scared of losing games? Why were we talking about mid-November beating Derby's record of eleven? Why did that have five or six weeks on this show as a tongue-in-cheek running joke trying to catch Derby's record? It should never be this way with the squad, and it's just he's got to completely throw everything that had been, admit defeat on it, and start again. But it's that one word that I've been referring to for most of his tenure that will get him the sack, and that is his stubbornness. Yes, yeah. Um, I've got to show you this. And like I say, by all means, if you've got to go, mate, I do understand totally. But uh, this is just Roger's comments after the game. Um, I've not read these yet. Um, I went, I was obviously doing things on the website and obviously on all the social medias at the end of the game. But uh, just to quickly say... um, Something has to change, says True. And this is exactly, Luke, what I'm saying. Sean Dyche did it at Burnley. He played a formation style of play. He knew suited the players he had. 100%, Luke. 100 fucking percent. Do you think Rodgers will ever do that, uh, Brad? No. 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 Of course he won't. No, no. It's not his way anymore. And that's, that's the way he wants it. Yeah. Um, right, let's have a look what Rogers has been saying. Uh, Leicester City manager Brendan Rogers speaking to BBC Match of the Day. In the second half, we weren't good. 90 minutes, I don't think we were good, were we? Uh, in the first half, we were a better team. We were the better team, but didn't take our chances. I did actually say that in the watch-along, that we did have moments when we, we did appear to be on top and had the better possession, but, as always with Leicester, we never take advantage. Uh, we yeah. felt good at half-time, but we started the uh, game disappointingly. We had two big chances to go, one nil up before they scored. We left the space to open. They broke away from that. In fairness to Brennan Johnson, he finished his chances really well. He scored his two chances, and we weren't able to. We started the game slowly, and the passing wasn't precise enough in the second half. Passing is fucking... Basic. It's what 10-year-olds learn at school. And I have said this to you before. You know, somebody said, we can't blame Rodgers for the passing. You can fucking blame Rodgers for everything. He is the manager. And if it's passing, you should have them on the pitch tomorrow morning, get them into the training ground, have them on the pitch and say, right, get into pairs. Here's the ball. Practice your passing. Because they're fucking shit at it. I don't think they know what colour we're playing sometimes. Uh, first half, we look dangerous, really. You can never get comfortable in the Premier League. You have to take the initiative. We didn't do that. The pitch was, was difficult as well. It was a bit bobbly, so the ball is not going to get there as quickly as you would like. I'm, I'm sorry, Brendan. I'm sorry. That, to me, two words. I don't know whether you think this or not with that, Brad, but two words with that. Bullshit. It was bobbly for Nottingham Forest as well. It was. You don't, I don't get these excuses. It's a clock two point oh, and it's tragic to see him turning that way. When it comes to losing, he just comes out with some of the most baffling reasonings or excuses for it, and he's he's definitely 
And it's weird, isn't it? And I'm not sure now if he, if he doesn't get people watching Leicester shows and Leicester YouTube channels and whatnot. Because how can he say that, you know, we were dang, dangerous in, in that game? Were we really dang, dangerous? Because I don't think so. We were as dangerous I, 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 as a toothless shark. Yeah, and that's saying something to a toothless shark because I think there's still some more of a chance than, than it's just. This is a toothless shark would suck you to death. <laughs> might be the nicest way to go. Who knows? Well, <laughs> well uh, I'm not going to delve into. No, 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 no. Let's move on quickly. That went to places that I didn't uh, mean it to. Um, on the fans showing their discontent at full time. We are doing our very best, but we have not just been good enough. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. Uh, we have to do our best and we can keep fighting. Uh, on whether it is under pressure, on a personal level, I know the game. I came in to do my very best and that's all I will ever do. Well, if that's your fucking best, Brendan, you're setting yourself a very low standard. And I've got to say, you're failing to reach it. I will... Uh, it's been really disappointing since the World Cup break. It wasn't brilliant before. It wasn't brilliant before because we were only beating teams that were, you know, at the bottom. Uh, on transfers in January, we will see if the club wants to sign someone, then they will let us know. Oh. So, um, hold on, hold on. Hold on a minute. See, this is what I, I've been saying in, in the internet when we've discussed Brendan in other shows and press conferences. So, he doesn't make the signings then? Because from what well, you've just read out there, if I heard what you how you read that there, it's about oh we'll see if the club brings in any players. This, this was mm. that was that what Roger said? Uh, yeah, apparently we shall see. Uh, on well, it's paraphrased possibly, but on transfers in January we shall see if the club wants to sign someone, then they will let us know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Rogers, I've got you, mate. I've got you. You've, you've, you've strung yourself up again, not just by failing to play a way that suits the squad that's available to you for the last three or four games, but now you've double-standed yourselves. The owners weren't backing you in the summer. The owners weren't giving you money. But now it's... It's what? What? It's the club that been making these signings, is it? So the club signed Bertrand... The club signed oh, Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> the club signed Perez for 30 million two weeks after you walked through the door. The club are now making signings. But you're you're the manager, mate. If you're replacing or putting it bringing in someone in to provide competition for places in that team, what what confidence are you installing in these players if you're going, ah, you take care of them? Yeah, that's that is the most baffling statement to come out at the end. I can understand. I can understand when he was saying we we could uh, we'll wait and see because I brought this point up on the Friday night show, didn't I, Chris? About is he does he even control the transfers? Yeah. And rightly, people people in yourself were saying, oh well, he's not going to come out and say I want X Y Z because that's going to create interest in other clubs that will just take him from us because they can sort of thing. 
But I wasn't I wasn't so sure about it. And now he's just come out and said, if the club, if the club, no, if you want players, surely you get to ask for that and you get your your stuff to look for it. That's just tipped me over the edge. Get him gone. Get him gone. Let You know what? If it's not going to affect transfers, I want an announcement tonight that, that, that the club are holding an emergency board meeting. I want to be reading it in the morning because I've got it now. Because if he's not controlling transfers and he's clearly not making decisions... Then what's the point? You we don't need you here to, to kind of decide whether it's money or not. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, embarrassing to answer a question like that. Dave is in. Um, Dave, you may remember. You may remember. Um, he is the, the 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 tree fan that does the banter show with me. Uh, lovely. Uh, he's a forest fan, but he's a lovely, lovely guy. Uh, I'm not doing the banter show this week, Dave. I'm not going anywhere near doing anything before us this week. Uh, really sorry about today, Chris, although maybe Harvey Barnes should be apologising instead twice. Uh, and Gray sums it up here. The only player I can see is signing is Jack Shit. Um, talking about what you were saying on, um, you know, last night's show, something else you said this week. What was it? What, what was it you said? Oh, I've already forgot, mate. Let me just think. Boy and Dolfest. Yeah. Dolfest. You went for four-two Leicester win. Um, I went one-one. That was that was hopeful. Four-two, uh, mate. Can I have whatever you're drinking, please? <laughs> no, it's bad for your health. Clearly. I, I mean, I got the forest goals. I got the forest goals right. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, it, we never had that many shots on target, let alone fucking goals. <laughs> you, you know, it's bad when you over when you predict more goals to be scored by your club than they actually have shots in the fucking ninety yeah. minutes, don't it? Exactly, exactly, sir. Exactly. Oh god, look, you know, in the words of Dream, um, oh, here we go, doors in. <sighs> Maybe we could shut that door. Hey. Congratulations, yeah. mate. Well played to you today. Uh, better team. Deserved it. And I can't really say much else. Well done. Uh, I didn't think you'd go down this season. I definitely don't think you'd go down now. Um, and good luck in the semis. That's all I can say. Uh, but, yeah, you're the better team today. End of, really. Um, <laughs> Gray says here, Brad, why do you think we would score? We couldn't score in two brothels. Uh, <laughs> I, I, like I said, that's why I'm not telling you what it is I, I, I have in my coffee because it's currently deluding my brain at times. Well, apparently, again, more breaking news is that they've got the builders in to the um, the Leicester City training ground. And as we speak, they are erecting some barn doors on the pitch for us to have some shooting practice at. Whether it will help or not, who knows? Who knows? Brad, sir, thank you so much for coming on and sharing my pain and my grief. And my sorrow. Uh, this actually, this is this is better. My therapist always said it's good to talk. This is this is better than than ringing the Samaritans. <laughs> you, it gets it out. I'm glad we had that hour and a half from the match ending to us going live, though. Uh, yeah, definitely, because I would have refused to come on. I'd have told you I'm not doing it. <laughs> I think I've been before. I need I needed my energy to get expended just so I could say calm off the talk sense you know, for people. You know when you said uh, do you want me to come on at seven? You didn't actually say which day. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I could have left you hanging here on your own. And you said, well, you said half oh, six, mate. You never said today. You just no, you never exactly. said. But uh, thanks very much for coming on. Um, just explain to people where they can find you. Well, apart from here, most 
things involving Leicester, I'm over on here. But you can find me on Twitter at Full Time Focus. And if you click the link that's in my bio on Twitter, that'll take you to my YouTube channel, which is Top 10 Battles. I have two co-hosts. They give their top 10 list on a particular subject, whatever we're doing that week. Season two is movies. Season one, if you're going to check it out, was uh, football. Um, and yeah, it's just a fun show. People give ideas and I just I just like to be in control of it and pick the winner. So join us for that and also a football quiz that runs alongside it on the channel as well. Yeah, and that is a football quiz with questions but no answers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm allowed to make the answers up because it's my quiz. No, this is true. This is true. Um, we will be back together, uh, together forever, at nine o'clock on Tuesday with the prediction show. Are you going to turn up for this one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm dreading doing the Leicester one because, God... <sighs> I, I feel like we're going to be we're going to be to Brighton what Bournemouth were to Liverpool. I, I really hate to say it, but it, this could be us doing finally getting our comeuppance for for nine nil in Southampton. Yes, this is yeah. football. I, I don't I, want to I, do it. Anymore. I don't want to do I, any I more Maybe maybe I'll forget to uh, to add that on as the um, as an option. <laughs> just do nine games for next week. <laughs> oh, I forgot to put less than never mind. We haven't got time. The show's going. Anyway, we've just done the, the, the we did a poll in the chat. Uh should Brendan Rogers be sacked now before uh, the Brighton game? 64% of those that expressed an opinion said yes. 36% said no and went out to buy some cat food. So there we go, 64%. So two-thirds of you guys think that he uh, he should go now. Go now. Go now. And uh, we, will, uh, we will go after that singing. Brad, mate, have a good weekend or what's left of it, if you can. Um, have a stiff drink. And, uh, and, and I'm sure you'll find uh, something that can uh, maybe cheer you up. I'm hoping so, mate. I hope you guys watching have a good weekend. Uh, I hope you have a good rest of your weekend, Chris. And if you are new, don't forget to, to hit subscribe before you leave and drop a like on the video because it does a lot of work as well. Not just with my face that he, he doesn't pay to have on there because he's criminal. But with that aside, just just, just do, him, do him a solid, guys. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. I couldn't afford no, to pay you. You're too, you're too expensive. It'd be cheaper to get Andy Gray in. <laughs> less controversial <laughs> yeah that is true all the best mate see you Tuesday see you Tuesday mate okay. don't forget to check Brad's channel out top 10 battles the link is in the description below on YouTube it's in there for every show whether he's on or not because he's a mod on my uh, channel as is this gentleman here who his link is always in there as well uh, he will be with me Monday at 9 o'clock uh, what's happening on Monday at nine o'clock? Ah, it's the next show that's coming up. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. I'm trying to fit something rather special in, um, but I don't want to say anything because it might not happen. Um we we will see. We will see. I'm trying to have a, get a very controversial figure on. Um, and do you know what? Nine o'clock tomorrow. 
we're going to be reviewing all. Well, we're going to be re we're going to be reviewing nine games. Myself and Anthony, Monday night at nine o'clock. Might just forget to put the Leicester one on there. We don't need to talk. We've talked about it a lot tonight. We don't need to talk about it the other day. Uh, True says he will have a good weekend. I'm sure you will, mate. Look, let's just leave it with congratulations to Forrest. You beat us. You deserved it. You can't say anything against that. Well done, guys. Um, hopefully, it changed your season. Dave said before when we beat you earlier in the season, that was like the kick up the arse you needed. Hopefully, although I very much doubt it, this could be the kick up the arse we need. And I don't think so because you know what Brendan's like. Uh, he, he, he just don't know where his arse is, to be honest with you. He's like a, he, he's a bit like a one-legged uh, man at an arse-kicking competition, isn't he, really? See you tomorrow at nine. Well done, Forrest. Come on, Leicester. And Top, I know you don't watch this, but if anybody is watching it that knows Top, tell him to grow a pair and sack Brendan now. Too late if we go down. See you Monday. Have a good weekend. Good night now. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. watching these videos are tremendous you better like them too or i'll be back lester till i die tv they think it's all over it is now sports social podcast network it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.